When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello guys and welcome back to the last word on Spurs. Guys, as you should be aware by now, you can follow the show across a variety of different platforms. We are of course on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. You can also find us on Facebook and also of course not forgetting Instagram. Now, new to this season on the Last Word on Spurs, which I'm hoping you've figured out by now. We are delighted that we have joined Love Sport Radio where we'll be featuring on a weekly basis on a Tuesday evening between the hours of 7pm to 9pm covering everything Tottenham Hotspur related. If you would like to talk to us during those couple of hours whilst on the radio, you can most certainly do that. We are on 0208 7020558. That's 0208 7020558. And of course, if you are calling from outside the UK, all you need to simply do is stick plus four four in front of the number and we'll be delighted to hear your views on all things Spurs, depending on who we're playing on the week of the show. Now, a reminder, the show is available to listen to on 558am and DAB Radio. That's 558am and DAB Radio. And the show can also be caught on the Love Sport Radio app, their on-demand app on their website. And of course, as always, we do release the show as a podcast for you during the week. Back on the last word on Spurs, a returning guest in Ian Gunn. Ian, how are you? I'm very well, Rick. It's uh, it's nice to be on on this uh, momentous evening. Do you know I love you? And you say momentous evening. We still don't get old, do we? About qualifying for Champions League, the draw. It's still a fabulous occasion, isn't it, for the club? Oh, it's wonderful. This is this is what this is what the glory glory nights were made for. Yeah, and again, Ian, we've got some glory glory ties to be covering off, haven't we? 
We certainly have. Yeah, can't can't wait, mate. Can't wait. Great, fantastic. Well, joining Ian tonight, delighted to have him back on the show. A favourite of ours, of course. We've got Vas Coney from Hotspur America. Vas, Vas, how are you? Oh, you're my favourite too, Rick. Nice oh, to be back, mate. Such a charmer. <laughs> He's so kind, isn't he, Vas? Absolutely <laughs> love him on this show. Um, Vas, got to ask you, initial reaction. Let's get straight into it. The so Spurs have been drawn against Barcelona, PSV Eindhoven and Inter Milan in Group B of this season's Champions League draw. What do you make of it? Never easy, is it? <laughs> um, I think the authorities saw how bad we were when we had an easy group. So the last two years, they've given us groups as hard as possible, it seems like. <laughs> um, so, yeah, listen, it's, uh, it's, it's what we're in the, in the competition for. To, to face these top teams. Uh, we just seem to get them in the group stage and, yeah, bring it on. Why not? I think the fans will be up to it, up for it. The players will be up for it. I think last season will stand us in good stead because that was um, give us some confidence for sure. And, uh, yeah, uh, off we go yeah, on, on another adventure. Most certainly another adventure. Ian, let me bring you in there. And Vass talks about it as well. And it's probably the echo that I want to say about the sentiment of it. For me, that if you want to be the best. You have to beat the best, surely. I mean, we shouldn't be fearing anyone right now. We've just gone away to Man United, smashed them up 3-0. You know, ironically, Ian, this Champions League group we've got here, you'd say maybe last year's was even stronger. I mean, ultimately, if we want to go far in the competition, surely we have to beat the, t the teams like the Barcelonas if we want to advance, you know, to dream about a final. Yeah, and it's interesting that, that um, we took four points off of the eventual winners of the competition last year. So, it's 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 something we can go into with 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 zero fear and um, go out to enjoy it, you know. And um, you know the, the the players, you know, like the Trippiers and the the Canes of this world, you know, that that they want to pit themselves against the, the 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 best in the world. So, you know, why not go to the to the Camp New and 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 show them how it's done? Most certainly. Question in here, Vas, coming over to you from Shrias Ray, who says, which do you think will be tougher? Our last year's group or this year's group, based on the teams? I think it will be this year. Really? Um, because, yeah, the reason for that being is that the expectations will be higher. Uh, after what we achieved last season, um, and quite rightly, we're all buzzing after the draw and, and looking forward to it, Um but it will be a, a tough, tough challenge. I think we'll find a Barcelona probably in better form than we found Real Madrid last season. Uh, we'll find an Inter Milan who effectively came out of pot four, whereas last season we had Apoel. And we've got PSV Eindhoven, um, who've won three out of three in the uh, Dutch league, I believe. Uh, Borussia Dortmund were... Uh, still a good side, don't get me wrong, but I think they were going through a bit of uh, uh, change or some indifferent form last season. So I think we, we played certain teams at the right time. We played magnificently and there'll be nights that will live long in the memory. But I think this time around, doing it a second time, it's always a bigger test. And I think that's why it will probably be somewhat harder, but that's not to say that we won't rise to the challenge. Mm. I mean, we see last year, didn't we, that Spurs seemed to kind of ride on that underdog's tag, most certainly in the group stages. I mean, Ian, coming round to you, we saw, as I mentioned there, Spurs destroy Real Madrid at Wembley last year. 
is Barcelona, Ian, for you, maybe the natural next test now to see, you know, where this Spurs side is at? Because arguably you'd say, you know, to be in this competition, you want to play the best teams, don't you? Regardless whether it's at the start or at the end, you're going to have to play them somewhere down the line. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, I think Barcelona is the, the next stage in in where this, this Spurs team is going to go, you know. And I think that... Um, you know, I think everybody was 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 sort of like saying. I know we, we were having some some engagement with John before the you know before the the, uh, the draw was made, and he wanted Barcelona. And I think that a lot of other Spurs fans, me included, wanted Barcelona because you know you you have to pit your wits against the big teams. And I think that um, it it will show how far we've come or how far we've got to go, depending on. The results of the two legs we play against against Barcelona, and I, you know, don't, I wholeheartedly agree with Vaz about the, the 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 draw this year being tougher than the draw last year for all the reasons he said. Mm. I mean, question again here, Vaz from Neil McLearn at Neil Five Thousand. He says we should be looking to top this group and not just setting for qualification. On our day, we can beat any team in the world. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think every team goes in to the group stage hoping to win it and I don't think the mentality of Pochettino or the players will be any different that's precisely what they're going to be doing Um, and as much as we've already said about wanting to play these teams of course you'd want to play them in a final or a semi-final um, which means that you've progressed quite well and uh, uh, in with a chance of possibly even winning it but here we are, we're facing them at this stage and we've got to be confident that we are able to get through this stage. I think the fact that it's a league format initially, uh, all the groups, it it gives us um, confidence because you go away from home not really needing to win. I suppose that would be the case in a two-legged affair anyway, thinking about it. But it just gives you some breathing space. It's not knockout, so therefore you can... Um, grow into the games and, and you know how to deal with it effectively and I think that as I said earlier the last season when we had Real Madrid and Borussia Dortmund etc it's going to stand us in good stead for, for this coming tournament mm. I mean Ian coming back around to you can you understand supporters that may not want to face the best possible teams I mean for me that's surely what you're in the Champions League for isn't it it's interesting yeah exactly Rick it, but it's interesting you know I, I can remember our first foray back in the you know, the Champions League and we were up against what was it Monaco um, oh who was the other two teams come on help me out here boys uh, Leverkusen Leverkusen that's yep. it yeah Leverkusen yeah and, and, uh, and CSK Moscow yeah that was it and I think we got two wins out of the Moscow game the, the, the Moscow's um, and then yeah. we, we and then we, we 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 fell apart in the other one. So yeah. you know it's, it's it's all well and good turning around and saying, "Oh, we we, we want to avoid the Real Madrids and we want to re- avoid the the Barcelonas." But but why? You know because you know as as we've said, this is what the competition's all about. You don't you don't work hard for for thirty eight games in a season. You know, finish finish second or third or first even to 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 come up and and not get a decent draw in 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 the most prestigious uh, European competition going. So, yeah, I, I, I'm all for it. Bring it on. 
Most certainly. I mean, we showed last season, didn't we, Vass, that, you know, against the likes of Dortmund and Real Madrid, that we came to life when we faced the bigger teams. Therefore, surely we shouldn't be able to, you know, fear going to Barcelona into Milan. When we have just smashed up Man United three and away from home, can I just add? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, we grew as a team last season. Uh, we showed a little bit of naivety from time to time. Um, the one that sort of sticks in the throat was the second leg game against Juventus where we switched off for sort of 10 minutes and it kind of cost us dear but you think of the first leg of even that game in the round of 16 going away to New Juventus I mean who'd have given us a prayer but you know we had such positive and confidence building performances against Dortmund and Real Madrid that we felt that we could go in there and win against Juventus and you could see the disappointment that the players felt up immediately after the Juventus game. I think it took a few of them uh, a couple of weeks to get over it, to be honest. That's the level of disappointment that they had. And I think they'll be rearing to go um, this season precisely because of that. Mm. Let me stick with you, Vass. Question here from Jamie at Tubin, Jamie, who says, will the draw against Inter be as hard as when we drew Monaco from Pop 4? two years ago? Uh, probably harder, I'd say. Um, I know Inter are going through um, a difficult time currently, um, but I think they'll be out to prove a point. They've got a few good players. They've probably got one of the best number nines in Europe at the moment, in Mario Icardi. Um, Perisic has come off the back of a Good World Cup. Uh, Rajan Angalan has joined them recently. You know, they've got, they've got good players. They've got a, a good side. I think whilst the Monaco team was uh, a good team also, they had uh, a team full of young and upcoming individuals uh, that soon got snapped up by the bigger sides in Europe following that particular tournament. But I think as a team and a club with history and as a, a, a place to go and visit into Milan will not be easy at all. Mm. I mean, looking at the players that we've got here, Vass, I mean, I, I stick with you for a second because, you know, Barca Inter for me, I mean, they won't be excited when to face Spurs' players. I, I just can't believe that they were sitting there when that draw was made and they were looking forward to playing Tottenham. You know, I know the Spurs boys, you know, they're, they're buzzing to have the opportunity to play against, you know, the likes of the Messi's, you know, we mentioned the Icardi there of Inter Milan, but are Barcelona and Inter Milan's players excited to play against the likes of, you know, the likes of Ericsson's, the Allies, the Sonny's, the Moores, the Lamellas, the Canes? You know, this is, you know, this is a Tottenham team at the moment that you don't really want to be facing, do you? They've got the ability, as we've seen, to be anyone on their day. No, absolutely right. I mean, we were in pot two for a reason, um, which says something about the credibility of our team in Europe. And whilst Barcelona and Maybe Inter have got great attacking players. Um, I'm not so sure how they are defensively. And when you've arguably got the best striker in Europe playing for you um, and a lot of uh, players with good attacking intent, then they've got to be concerned. And we have got um, a, a pretty good defence as well. So, oh, you that's know, the most important thing, isn't it? Out of Vertonghen there. I mean... Back to that telepathic partnership, isn't it, Vass, as well? 
Well, they say that deep defences win championships. Uh, and they and they, they say things like that in um, all sports, you know. I mean, I, I follow the NFL a lot, and the, one of the mantras is defense wins you wins your championships, and mm. this is precisely what it is with football. Got a good defense, you've got a great foundation, and a good chance to do something. Yeah, Ian, do you echo those sentiments there from Vass? Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's um, you know, if, if if you were, you know, sitting there. You know, and you're part of the Barcelona. Like, well, Barcelona will will take anybody, but the other two teams wouldn't have wouldn't have wanted to see Tottenham come up because they know what they're going to get with regards to a young team that's well drilled, knows what it's doing. Um, and you know, after what we saw in the Man United game on on Monday, you know, a, a, a defence that's uh, that's that's well well ver- well versed and in in how to to keep clean sheets. So. Um, I think it's going to be a really interesting few few games in that uh, group stage. Yeah, most certainly will be. Ian, let me stick with you. I want to ask you a question. Pochettino, much was made of the way he tactically played out that Juventus tie last year. You know, first leg played so, so well. Second leg, many will argue that he was outdone tactically on the night by Allegri. How much do you think he's learned as a manager? Because we've seen, you know, in the last games, couple of Cut the game so far this season. His tactical nounce of the way he's made certain changes, he's brought players back in. You see the way that you know he's kind of brought Alderweireld back in, Danny Rose back in, Dembele. You know, he seems to now, for me, be so much more tactful this season. He's learnt so much. Are we confident that his tactical ability? We're going to see it, you know, go on even more now to the Champions League this season coming up. Do you think he's learnt as a manager? Oh, I think so. I think that. Um... You've only got to look at the Manchester United game, you know, in in that in that um, he made some some really good tactical changes on that on that game, and um, I think that as a manager, the same as the players, he, he he's a young manager. Was he forty four? And 40, he's um, forty six, but yeah, he, he's still very young. Forty six, forty six. Yeah, so he's 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 basically learning at the same stage as as, as his players are, and I think that he would have taken a lot from that Juventus game at Wembley last year I think he and he's he's brought that into how the team have started this season you know we, we, we've started strongly you know I think we've had one of the best starts we've had for, mm. for many a year yeah um, and, and, and I think that um, it's one of those things that that you know as, as a manager uh, I'm sure Pochettino can't wait to, to, to lock horns with with the best in Europe most certainly. Vass, let me ask you the same question because Pochettino, we've seen this season, as Ian's mentioned there, he's been, for me, proactive rather than reactive in his substitutions. He's changing games quicker. He's said, you know, for the players that maybe wanted a way in the summer, you start from zero. We've seen Danny Rose brought back in. Dembele, well, it's like he's never been away. He's been absolutely immense so far this season. And Aldo Virel, just watching him again Monday night. I did have the chance to cover the show, which I was gutting about, guys. And believe me, I was going absolutely mental where I was in Spain watching him. It was just brilliant watching Alderweireld and Matongan, that telepathic partnership back. How much, Vass, has Pochettino learnt as a manager in these last 12 months? And do you think he can apply it this season in the Champions League and take Spurs even further in the competition? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think you had Mr O'Keefe on a couple of weeks we ago, did. didn't you? You said did. that... Um, that uh, Pochettino's getting cuter and he's getting smarter, and it, it, it's it's true. He's he's clearly learning. I think the tactical stuff against Juventus last season, I think that was overplayed a little bit. 
I mean, that game changed off the back of two substitutions so quickly. There was mm. really no time to react. I think Jason covered it in one of the shows yep. around that time when he said that, that I don't think the ball even went out between um, the two goals. So there was no chance to get another sub one anyway or something silly like that. But that was really, really overplayed. I think the media made a meal of it because it was just something that they could um, uh, use against uh, Pochettino. But yes, he showed... Uh, in the Manchester United game about being more proactive with his substitutions. But then he also showed it in the Fulham game as well. Indeed, yeah. Um, Fulham were getting back into the game. They'd equalised. They started to have a bit more possession. And he made the necessary changes. Um, So it affected the game positively for us. Um, I mean, even against Manchester United, the substitutions aside, I mean, to play uh, Lucas Moura as, as far up as he did, I mean, that was a a tactical, uh, well, master stroke in the end because the guy bagged two goals and, and we came away 3-0 winners. So, yeah, he's definitely learning. He, he's a young manager. I've always said he's still a young manager and he's, he's going to make mistakes. And he has done in the past. But as long as you make mistakes, it's fine if you learn from them. And I think he has done and I think it will stand him in good stead going forward. Mm, most certainly. I mean, this is the thing about Pochettino. People can say what they want. He most certainly is learning on the job and whether fans like that or not we've got to stick with him because he showed his loyalty in the summer when you know many thought at the time that's no summer signings and I was as everyone knows I was one of the call for the summer signings but it seems we've got a group here that know each other so well Vass and the harmony in it maybe just maybe I can't believe I'm saying this maybe it could be a blessing in disguise that he hasn't brought anyone in yet maybe there might be a couple of players in January to come in and really push this squad on especially in the Champions League potentially Team unity is key, Rick. Mm. I think in the Sky era, uh, the Premier League era, um, we've become so obsessed with the transfer window <laughs> because uh, it's it is. I mean, it's all it's showtime, isn't it? For, mm. for oh, of course, it's for the Sky, Sky for yeah. Sky in particular, and they measure how well a club is doing by how much they've spent, and it's always you know. Net spend this and gross spend that and top them at the bottom of these tables, etc., etc. But if you look at our progress, it's been steady and consistent as a club. And Pochettino is one of the few managers who can coach players up. I mean, you look at Mourinho the other night for at Manchester United. I mean, the man was spitting his dummy out after the game, <laughs> telling the reporters about you know all the trophies he'd won. Uh, admittedly fantastic achievement but it's a few years ago now mm. um, that he's won those titles he was those three titles that he was talking about so and, and when his team isn't doing well he, he just wants to spend more money the answer is spending more money and there are managers like that who just want to spend more money now Pochettino is perhaps a company man. He's saying all the right things. He, he deals the hand that he's dealt. Maybe he wanted to spend money. Maybe he didn't. We, we'll never really know because we're not party to those conversations. But um, he's clearly got the capacity to coach players up. And team unity um, is absolutely everything. The best teams that win trophies are the ones that have um, the best harmony amongst their players. And, and that is so important to Pochettino. That's why he's prepared to move players on if they um, disrupt what he's trying to build there. Mm. It's about moving players on, Ian, but isn't one of the things we've seen from Pochettino this season 
and something we haven't seen in previous seasons that you know when players have maybe angled for a move away, he's been quick to move them on. And what he seems to have done this season is say, look, we started from zero. Forget what's happened in the past. I'm bringing you back in. If if you play like you know you should do, and you put in 100%, you're staying in the team. And we've seen Danny Rose's comments this week that you know he, he can't thank Pochettino enough for giving him that start on Monday night against Man United. He wasn't expecting it. Is that where, again, Ian, there's a masterstroke here where Pochettino is learning from his mistakes with players, Alderweireld especially, keeping him, and you see the way he and Vertonghen, it was like they'd never been away, surely going into this Champions League, you know, group stage, having those two players at the back is absolutely key. Like Vass says, a solid defence is the foundations to a real, real successful team. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I saw, I saw, you know, some of the, you know, I watched the game um, on Monday night up over at my son's house, and um, it was, it, it was just, I, I was reminded of those those little clips that people keep showing of, of you know, when when Alderweireld was was playing for us against Dortmund. At, at White Hart Lane, and there was some of that. There was just those lovely little moments where where he just managed to 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 to, to take the ball off of off of a Manchester United player, you know, as in in that 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 sort of calm way that he that he does. And of course, <clears throat> Vertonghen looks so much more comfortable, yeah, you know, in, 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 alongside him, and you know, and, and you know, and I'm gonna gonna do my Jason bit now and it's lovely for <laughs> for Danny Rose to sort of like come up with that he now needs to put he now needs to reward Pochettino and the club spot on yeah with getting with with getting down and doing some hard work and 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 getting back to the Danny Rose of what is he of of, of 2015-16 yeah you know and, and 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 he has to do that because of the the the, the faith that the manager shown shown on him you know, and because because as, as you quite rightly say, you know, you know, a, a successful a successful um, Champions League and league um, campaign this year will will be based, as as, as Vass says, on on, on a decent defence. Mm. Sticking with the defence, back to you, Vass. Danny Rose. Got to ask you about him. If we can, if Pochettino can get Danny back to the player he was in that 15-16 season, surely we've got not only one of the best left backs in the Premier League. But one of the best in Europe going into this Champions League campaign. Big if I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Danny Rose is still that player. If I'm honest with you, uh, I hope he is, and I hope he can get back to that kind of form. Um, that's that's a that's a tricky one. I think this whole thing about reintegrating players, give, starting them again from zero, etc. That may be partly to do with the culmination of things. One, because we didn't bring anybody in. Uh, two, there wasn't really a market for Alderweireld in the end. You know, he he, he wanted to move and nobody was uh, prepared to stump up the cash. Uh, there wasn't any real interest in Danny Rose because his form's not what it... He's not the player he used to be. So perhaps Pochettino played it somewhat smartly and says, OK, we're going to start from scratch now. This is where we are. And you've all got a chance, and that if that motivates them, I mean, it's good to hear. I think there was a report coming out of Holland that Spurs are going to make one last effort to not Holland, Belgium, sorry, 
uh, one, one of the news agencies that are close to the Belgian players. Uh, it was a report coming out that uh, Spurs are going to make one last effort to renegotiate a contract with Alderweireld. Maybe it's an opportune time to do that and, and maybe we'll have some success and we'll keep the guy. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It would be interesting if Danny Rose ever becomes that player again, but yeah, I hope so. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Well, mm. I've got to ask the question here. I mean, we've got a load of questions in. And this is some crackers one here. And I've got to ask you, Raz, and stick with you. Devrick and Pay says, Messi Vita Soko. Does it get any better than this? <laughs> oh, I'm sure Messi's quaking in his boots right now. I bet he is. I bet he is. <laughs> he'll, fe- he'll feign injury, just not say so he won't have to play probably that game. Oh, I bet. I mean, Ian, come out of you. We can't wait to see the greatest player playing on the turf. It'll be nice to see Messi as well playing against Kane, won't it? <clears throat> yeah, it will be. And I said that um, the Barcelona defence will not want to come up against Harry Kane. That's going back to the to the Sissoko Messi thing, you know, I, I, I think Messi will be quaking in his boots because he he will be the like he'll, he'll be the same as the rest of us. He won't know what he won't know what Sissoko's going to do until Sissoko's done it. You know, so it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's 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 all up in the melting pot when it comes to blooming Sissoko. There'll be an inquest if Sissoko's even on the field for that game, wouldn't there, us? Uh, quite possibly, but uh, you never know. He, you know, he, stranger things have happened. I think didn't Sissoko start in Madrid or something? He did. Or, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So you never know. These sometimes pay off, don't they? He had a decent. He had a decent game over there. He didn't did. He? Yeah. yeah, he yeah did. To be fair to him, he did. I think many has to stumble. He's still here. Like he's a competition winner that's got lost in the background. He's still at the club. I mean, yeah. another cracking question in Spurs in Barcelona says: On a scale of one to ten, how much is Messi shitting himself right now? Come on, Vas, give us a number one to ten. <laughs> Uh, I'd love to say eleven, but I can't. I can't <laughs> see it somehow. Um, I don't think Messi's scared of anyone, is he? Really, he just turns up, does his thing, and then picks up his boots and slings them over his shoulder and goes home again, doesn't he? Um, the guy's class. I mean, maybe I'd, I'd love to say he's, he's he's sort of peaked and he's you know coming towards the twilight years of his career but mm. you never can tell with Lionel Messi I mean he's a supreme talent yeah wonderful player but I mean isn't it be great Vass listen put the game to one side I still say put the game to one side but having you know being there to watch him live Messi I know we shouldn't focus on opposition players but it will be great to see him when it up against us that's what you want to see you want to see the best players most definitely most definitely so that will be a big boon for a lot of Spurs fans to see Messi and well, we're going to see Suarez as well comes oh. as a package, doesn't it? But then, you know, a lot of good players in that Barcelona side and I think the crowd will be up for it and it will be another electric evening. But the only thing we don't know is where that electricity will be, whether it's going to be at Wembley or a new stadium. Well, that's it. That's, that's Ray Grit asked the same question. Will the ground be ready for that home tie against Barcelona? At the moment, we don't know. We don't know if that's the case. Um, what we do know is the club, I've already agreed with UEFA, that the first home group match in the competition will definitely be staged at Wembley. And they are going to provide further updates on the venue for our remaining two home group matches as soon as, it is com- as it's confirmed. So we don't know where it's going to be, Vass. What's your gut telling you on that? Uh, that's a tricky one. I think, was it the Mirror that were reporting today that 
um, UEFA might make us play all three group games at Wembley because they don't yeah, right. they don't feel that the, the, the stadium would be ready. I mean, I don't know how they get that information because the only people that will know that would probably be Daniel Levy and the board and the, and, and the builders at um, uh, in Tottenham. So it's a tricky one. I mean, match day one is 18th, 19th of September, so there's no chance of of that. I mean, match day two is 2nd or 3rd of October. Um, that's going to look unlikely as well unless we get maybe uh, an away draw uh, or an away game in one of those two first fixtures. Match day three is not till 23rd, 24th of October. So if they do feel like they can get the stadium ready by mid-October, then that's great. But, you know, the way it's going at the moment, there's no real news coming out as to progress. Um, I would have liked to have heard something from the club since they announced that the stadium would be delayed. I know that Daniel Levy was apparently trying to get some definite arrangements in place for the Man City game, but we've still not heard anything. Uh, it's all a bit up in the air at the moment, which is not ideal. Mm. Ian, what's your thoughts at the moment on the whole issue about the you know, Champions League games, where they're going to be played? Are we maybe going to accept that the group stage games might just be at Wembley? Can we accept that, do you think? Um, I think we might have to. Um, I, I'd love, I'd love for us to play Barcelona at the, at the, at the new, at the top of the Motspur Stadium. Um, I, I, I can't see it. I think that um, the, the first, you know, the, the all the all the group games will be at Wembley. Um, it's a shame um, because you know that's that's what the the stadium was 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 sort of built. With, with those sort of games in mind, and you know, and if and if the the the, the stadium could be ready, then then that'd be great. You know, it's interesting because you know that it, you know, been be keeping an eye on its progress, and th- things seem to be sort of just just bubbling up nicely. You know, the, the cladding seems to be coming on, um, and the the, the 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 compression ring at the top. You know the, the the little eaves at the top seem to be slotting into place. So, you know, whilst we're doing all of the, the, the talking and, and and the wondering, I'm wondering whether they're just sort of getting on with it slowly. And you know, and in in a couple of months, you know, in a couple of weeks' time, we'll we'll get an announcement. Because don't forget, there's there's a lot of test matches or that's test right. Going to be at least two, isn't it? That that that, that, yeah, that at least two that, test matches have to be formed in that stadium, the new one, to get the safety certificate. Yeah, so yeah. you know that, that, that that's going to have to get slotted in somehow, and um, so uh, we'll we'll see we'll see where we go with it. But um, I, I'm 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 almost certain that, um, that that we'll all be clamouring for, for for tickets to see <coughs> Barcelona at Wembley. I can just see it. Yeah, myself. You know what? I think possibly with these ties now, as they've been drawn, and and the group being as hard potentially as well. As big a draw as it is now, I think there'll be a lot big demand for tickets. Mm. You could almost see Tottenham thinking, "Well, you know what? Let's just stay at Wembley. Mm. You know, we'll sell more tickets. Yep. We'll fill out the place." Um, I mean, I admire Daniel Levy for what he tried to do. You know, to get that stadium built and ready in just over a year is ridiculous, ambitious project, and and he's almost done it. But in some ways now, I'm thinking it may 
and as disappointing as it would be for us, it might just be worth someone at the club coming out and saying, you know what, we're just going to wait and um, we won't be in the new stadium until 1st of December or something like that. Just, just give us a date that's going to be comfortable for everyone. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because, you know, I'm, my my street cred's going to plummet now. But um, one of the chaps at work supports the uh, the other lot. And he was saying that when they moved in to, to, to the Emirates, it was um, it was one of those, there, there was a lot of, of, of little things to do whilst they'd moved in. So it might be an, a good idea just to, just to get all of the, the work done and dusted before we move in, you know, just so that we move into something that isn't still sort of a work in progress behind the scenes. Good point. I mean, I've got to ask you, chaps, then. So, question from Matt Jarvis, just to round up on the Champions League draw. Big one. How far can this Spurs team go this year? Let's start with you, Ian. So, where did we get last year? Well, last year, obviously, we had Real Madrid. Right. We had Borussia Dortmund. We had uh, we got to, we got to the round of sixteen, didn't we, last year? Round of sixteen. So so yeah, going going on what when when you've asked me this question before, Rick, about league positions and all of that, I always say that, that, that this that this side has to go at least one or two better. And that means semi finals then Ian. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. No pressure. Definitely. Why not? No, 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 no pressure. That you know, let, let's be honest. You know, it, I, I saw somebody say the other day that, that this Spurs side are, are fearless, and what you know, let, let them take that fearlessness in, into the Champions League and, and see where we get. Interesting, Vass. Let's get your thoughts then on this group stage draw. Rather up. Um. Well, where we'd finish in the in the draw? Where, yeah, where do where do you want to see? Well, I tell you, where do you want to see Phil and Spurs can go in the competitions as a whole? We'll answer Matt's oh, question. What do yeah. you What do you think? I think we've got to be aiming quarterfinals. Um, I mean, the group is going to be tough. Don't get me wrong, but we've got to be aiming. What well, I'll be happy if we get to the quarterfinals, but tell you what, I'll be disappointed if we don't win it. <laughs> 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 there's there's the Tottenham coming through. There's the Tottenham coming through. Love it. Love it. Fantastic. Oh, dear. Well, there you go. I mean, I honestly believe there's absolutely no reason why we can't match, you know, last season's efforts of quarterfinals even further. I do think, as I've said, Pochettino's got cuter in his tactics. You know, this team, it's growing season upon season. The players know each other well. And who knows? I hate to mention the transfer winner because Jason's probably putting his hair out already or there hasn't got any left. Um, that, you know, with a cut additions in January no matter what happens in that market, you know, maybe we could go even further. We'll have to see. Chaps, we're going to move it on to the League Cup draw, which there's also been tonight. So, two draws in one. Um, we've been given a home draw. I say the word home in inverted commas because at the moment the club are trying to find out if we can have the ground moved um, for the third round tie against Watford. Now, the fixture itself is scheduled to take place on the week commencing of the 24th of September. As things stand, as a result of both our new stadium and Wembley being unavailable during that exact week, we've applied to the EFL board for special dispensation to play the tyre at Stadium MK. Now, it's fair to say the club have already admitted that the ground itself is not going to be, obviously, in favour of all the Spurs fans. They appreciate it's outside the M25. It's not ideal for travelling supporters. And the irony is, coming over to you, Vass, that Spurs, the game itself, I think Watford, are going to be closer 
and they're meant to be the away team. Yeah, that's right. So if the tie was drawn and we were playing at Watford, I guess Milton Keynes is only adding about, I don't know, half hour, 40 minutes to your journey. Um, so it's not a million miles away. I can understand that a lot of fans living in London won't really enjoy travelling to Milton Keynes. But, you know, just treat it as an away game. If we'd have got mm. drawn away, you might have gone. Um, you don't have to go, I suppose. But, um, yeah, it's not a million miles away. I, th- I think people travel all the time from all sorts of different places. And I know we've got a good following of supporters in Hertfordshire as well. So, Milton Keynes isn't a million miles away. I think for one game, um, I th- we should be able to just swallow it and get up there and support the team. My son, Ian... I left you there till last, they last out the three of us, because you are going to be one of them that I know you. You're probably travelling no matter where Spurs are playing. So let's get your thoughts on it as a season ticket holder as well in relation to this fixture, where it's going to be held. I think that Milton Keynes makes sense. You've only got to look at the at the, at the attendances for, for this competition um, at White Hart Lane and and at Wembley the last few seasons, to, to see that, you know, what have we had, like 25, 28,000, you know, which, which you know, will we'll adequately, you know, take the the, the, the the amount of people that can fit in K Dons, which I think, so I think, well, you know, why not? And, and yes, I will probably be... Uh, Applying for a ticket to, to go up to Milton Keynes, why not? It would be another another ground out of the ninety two that you know that that people might want to go to that will never go to again. So it's uh, it'll have its novelty value. Um, and and as you say, we're, we're we're Spurs fans after after all. You know, I'd go and watch them down the park if they were playing. So you know, it's it's one. It might of those be down the park, Ian. If it doesn't come off for MK Dons, it might well be. Well, there's some decent parks around the Reading area, but there we are. But in all seriousness, you know, I think that, um, yeah, it's a cup competition. You know, we, we've been drawn in it. You know, we'd like to progress in it. And, you know, and, and it's up to the Spurs fans to go and make whatever ground we're playing in feel like a home ground. Yeah. You know, I can, you know, I can remember years ago us going, and I'm showing the age now, going to a, a, an, an FA Cup semi-final replay at, uh, at Highbury and by Christ you know we, we, we certainly made that place feel like a, a home ground when, um, when when we played that game so I don't really care where it is OK well yeah I agree with that I mean Vass bringing it back round to you the club haven't really Vass had much choice have they with this I mean to be fair to them it's got to be held no. somewhere and to be fair you'd say you're logically on paper where else can they go now apart from MK Dons it seems like the n- next logical step and Dilly Alley, it's a home fixture for him, Vass, isn't it? He's going back home. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Well, you, I don't think the fans would have liked to have seen us play this match at, um, you know, one of the un- other London clubs' uh, stadiums. To be honest, um, obviously we couldn't go to Watford because then it'll make it a home game for them. Uh, I, yeah, very short on options, really. And as I said before, it's only a one-off. I think we'll just have to swallow it. It's just a shame that all this um, stadium stuff hasn't been resolved yet. But if it's just a one-off, then we'll just swallow it and we carry on. 
Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think it's one of those things the club haven't had much of a choice. And to be fair to them, they've acknowledged in their statement, in case you guys haven't read it, they've absolutely acknowledged the fact that it's not ideal for supporters. They haven't had much choice. And again, it is still subject to the EFL board granting, you know, the fact to allow Spurs to play there. And you would think really based on their options or limited options, as we've said, they haven't really got much of a choice. So I want to throw a question in here from Daniel Gibson at Shelfside Dan. And we'll get all of our thoughts on this one. I'll come first to you, Ian. He says, is it time that the League Cup is took seriously by Spurs? It's our best chance to win a trophy. Play a strong team as others rotate. It's time to win a trophy. That's what creates the best memories for fans and players. Let's get your thoughts on that one, Ian. I agree that it's nice to see your captain and your team go up to lift a trophy. I go back to what Jason has said before where I think the last time we won a trophy, was it 2008? Yeah. We, 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 we couldn't buy a win from, from, from that point <laughs> onwards. You know, and, and in the end, you know, it was only, I think it was only due to the fact that we, we'd amassed enough points up to, what was it, March, that, that we didn't get relegated. Yes. You know, and, 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 I, and I think that, yes, it, it, I'd love to see us win trophies, don't get me wrong. But in... in, in in, in all of this, you know, we, we've got the league to look forward to. We've got the FA Champions Cup. League to look forward to. We've yes. got the FA Cup, which will, which will start kicking off, what is it, in January? Start of January normally for us. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I just think that when it comes to it, it, unless you've got a really, really good, deep squad, you know, like the Man City's, Man City could afford to... To, to, to win that competition last year because of the strength in depth of their but haven't squad. we in I'm sorry to interrupt you but I don't think you think we've got no, a strong no, squad you look well, at it you think you know look at the options across that midfield now you've got you know Moore especially coming in you've got Lamella Sonny in there alright maybe thought, an option for Kane is not obviously Lorente you, we don't have with him Janssen's still at the club I, as well okay. I don't mm. I, I just look back at the, at, you know, at, the, at the bench that that sit the the other day and they had uh, Carl Walker was on the bench at fifty million pound. Yeah, we can't. We haven't got the option to have fifty million pound footballers sitting on our bench. I, I grant you that that Sissoko has has, <laughs> has has been there quite a lot recently, and, and and but if you look at the bench, you know we've had like Harry Winks as he slowly come back, and Luke Amos. You know, and, and, and I just think that we, we it would be great. Yes, it would be great to win trophies and I, want, and I want us to win trophies. But I don't want us to win a trophy at the expense of, of, of us being able to go for a full season next year, watching and champ, making Champions Leagues the... The, the 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 norms rather the ex, than the exceptions because you know we we have to now be enjoying our time at the top table Europe's top table and I think we need to to remain in it if we get to the situation where Harry Kane plays against Watford at MK Dons and he and he gets he, an ankle rolls over again you just look at it and you think. You know, it's 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 was that the right thing to do, and and, and so it, it, it's a bit it's a bit of a of a of a double-edged sword there. But I, I, yes, I'd love to win a trophy, but not at the expense of 
being missed out of Europe's top table. Okay, Vass, let's, get, let's get your thoughts on that question because this one always seems to come up every single season, especially when Spurs don't go the full way in a League Cup. I mean, it must be worth reminding that Spurs, you know, in the FA Cup last couple of seasons, we have got the semi-finals. So the myth about Pochettino not taking Cup seriously, you know, you have to say in recent years he has taken them fairly seriously in terms of his starting 11s. But, you know, what do you think Vass going into this competition? Should Spurs be taking it seriously as to go and win it? I think Spurs fans are bipolar. <laughs> uh, they are because on the one minute they're saying take it seriously, put a, you know full strength team out and beat, uh, get to the final, you know, win the trophy as if it's some sort of given. Uh, all the other teams are rotating, yeah, but like um, Ian said, teams that generally get to the final have got fairly big squads. And I'll bet you your bottom dollar that if we did win the Carabao Cup and didn't have much else to show for our season, there'd be a lot of people saying, oh, it's just the Carabao Cup, doesn't mean anything, Mickey Mouse trophy. So it's it's a bit, um, it's easy to say that we're not taking it seriously. I think what Pochettino has done these last two or three seasons is he's fielded teams strong enough to beat the opposition in front of him on that given day and that's all he needs to do is put a team out strong enough to win the game sometimes it won't pay off I mean I can't remember who we lost out to in the Carabao Cup the last couple of seasons um, but it's the same in, in the FA Cup and you know we, we've managed to get to semi-finals you need a favourable draw along the way you need a little bit of luck along the way whether you play your strongest team or, or, or not. It's cup football at the end of the day. you just got to put yourself in with the best chance of winning that particular game on the night. And I think Pochettino will do that. If it happens, it happens. But Ian's absolutely right. I think we've, we've spent years trying to fend off this criticism of being in the shadow of our rivals. And the only way to stick it to them is to keep them in our shadow while we play Champions League football and they don't. They'll be watching Coras on a Wednesday night, won't they, or something, <laughs> these guys. So, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't have a strong view on it. I'd love us to win a trophy. I really would. But I think we need to see the bigger picture. As long as Pochettino's fielding a strong enough team to beat Watford and whoever else we draw in this competition, then that's fine by me. Okay. Interesting. You know, you mentioned there, Vass, about the squad deep enough. There will be people out there saying, well, hold on a second. You've got Vaughan as a capable backup goalkeeper. If you look at the defence now, you've got Rose, Davis, left-back. You know, left-back's there. Aurea Trippier, you got there. You've got Foyth, who you know, can come in at centre-half as well. Yeah, yeah. You've got Sanchez got also Sanchez coming at centre-half. Well, yeah. You look at the midfield, you've got Winks. Winks are going to need games. You know, Sissoko, yeah. I don't know if you say it. He's going to need games. Lamella. You know, Sonny, Moore, there's so many options in midfield. Ali you got. And then, obviously, Lorenzo, if he's still here. Janssen, you know, come Christmas, he doesn't get a move. He might need games. So, do you not think the squad itself, is it still not deep enough for you to think the challenge uh, for this competition? I think, yeah, I think on reflection, you're probably right. that The, the squad has got um, stronger. I, I think last year, we had that many injuries. It just felt like mm. it wasn't very deep. Yeah. But now we've got players coming back, it's, it's certainly starting to look um, stronger. And of course, we've still got Wanyama to come back. Exactly, Wanyama, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, if, if he can overcome this knee issue. But um, yeah, so it probably gives Pochettino the ability to rotate. But I tell you what, if he rotates and plays, for example, Sanchez uh, at the back with Foyth, for example, mm. you know, you bet your bottom dollar people will be going, why is he playing Alderweireld well, <laughs> in Tongan? He can't you know? win, can he? He won't be able to win. No, yeah. no it's one of them, really. So yeah. do you think then, Vass, given that you say that, do you think maybe then you should look to bring in some of the youngsters, the likes we saw you know, pre-season, the likes of Skip, Amos, Juju, is that where you maybe use this competition, depending who the opponent is? You know, Watford, is that an opportunity to bring these kind of guys in, do you think, to maybe feature? I don't think I don't think he'll go that deep in his squad for right. Watford. I mean, it's a Premier League team. Yeah, they're exactly. yeah, they're exactly. unbeaten at well, the moment yeah. as well. We've got this weekend as well, so, can't forget. Yeah, exactly. So that'll be a marker too. I think... He'll only go that deep into the squad, uh, depending on the opposition. And it goes back to what I said earlier. As long as he's fielding a team that is strong enough to win that particular game, then, you know, I, I can't really complain because then it's down to the players to to do what's asked of them and to perform and, and then hopefully the result follow. Mm. Ian, is that how you see it for you? Would you be looking to maybe, you know, League Cup? As I mentioned there, you've got some of these youngsters that are on the fringes. We saw that we've lost the likes of Keenan Bennett's in the summer. Um, obviously, a couple of other players as well. Is this where you do feel you need to be giving some of these youngsters the opportunities to know that they are going to be on the pathway to the first team? The likes of, as I mentioned there, the Skips, the Yamoses, the Georgius. Would you be inclined to throw them in, in this kind of game? Or do you think this is, again, a bit too early for these guys just yet? I think... I think if if Poch thinks that they're good enough, then they get a chance in the, in the first team. I just I'm just minded of of, of that trip like the Liverpool a few seasons ago, where we did put out a, a a slightly weakened team and we come away with nothing, you know. And I just yeah. think that you know it it, it 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 it's it's a it's a fine line that you that that you have to make. As, as, as to how much rotation you put out for the for the for the the opponents that you've got on the night. Um, so, if as I said, yeah, why, why not? If 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 Potch thinks that that the that the skips and the and, and the Amoses can go out and, and and do a job for us, then great. You know, they'll get a good old cheer, and you know, from from the from the from the crowd and. And, and, and from those people that support the, the team. So, yeah, why not? Mm. I think the aspect is about this League Cup is that, you know, we've mentioned that argument before that if Spurs were to finish fifth and win the League Cup, you'd argue that it wouldn't be seen as a successful season. But if the League Cup was used as maybe a springboard, should I say, that's for the rest of the season and used as a kind of momentum gainer rather than a drainer, then wouldn't that be seen as a positive as such? You've got the first trophy on board. Remember, we had Troy Townsend on last year who said to us, look, you use that League Cup as a trophy to say, look, We've done it, boys. We've got the first one over the line. And then you use that as a springboard for the rest of the season. Yeah. Only if only if the mentality mm. is, is different. Yeah. Because, you know, when, when we won it in 2008, you know, it, it, there was a bit of, there was a bit of, I don't know whether, whether, we, whether we took the fact that we'd won that trophy the right way. Mm. If, it, if it means that that the team is going to take it the right way, and 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 think right, we're winners now. Let's go on and win other things. Then great, but I don't want it to be at the at the expense yep. of other things. Most certainly, hear you. Vass, let's get your thoughts on that. 
Yeah, I don't think um, Pochettino is the type of manager that isn't going to keep motivating his squad. Yeah. I've seen the League Cup victory act as a bit of a take their foot off the gas because it's been a path into Europe, it's job done, it's um, uh, a trophy in the cabinet and, and, and they've took the foot off the gas. So I don't think Pochettino would allow that to happen and, it, and it, he will most definitely use it as an uh, incentive for the players to say, look, you've done this, so now let's move on and we can do this, this and this. Um, so I don't really think it'll have a negative effect if we win it. We should try and win it we should feel teams strong enough to win the games in the competition. Uh, and if we get it, then great. But we've got to see the bigger picture for the club as well. Yeah, it must be said also we've seen Chelsea and Liverpool drawn. Those are two teams that you would expect to be in amongst the kind of semi-finals, finals. So if those teams go out, that's, you know, you never know, do you? You know, it's not, in this kind of competition, it's not really a, a, you know, a long path to the final here either. No, no, absolutely right. And, you know, we, we've got close before I mean don't forget we've been to two two of these finals uh, mm. in recent years one yeah. under Pochettino that's right yeah uh, and we went also with um, Harry Redknapp didn't we yeah uh, we came we came out losers a uh, few few FA Cup semi-finals along the way as well so it's not like we're not taking these domestic trophies seriously but you do need, as I said earlier, a little bit of luck too. You need the draw to open up. You need um, uh, a bit of fortune in, in, in the game. I don't know. But as long as the team is strong enough to beat the opposition, then you, you're in with a chance and that's all you can do. Most certainly. Most certainly. Well, a final question I've got to ask tonight, and this is a no-brainer, isn't this one? Ian, quadruple. It's still on, isn't it? It's on until it's off. <laughs> <laughs> like a light switch I love it Vass we're going to clear the lot aren't we we're going to clear the lot and win them all aren't we of course we are Rick of course we are that's what we love get about this show get out of the show. way Tottenham are coming yeah, get out of the way Spurs are coming Spurs are coming I've got to ask you chaps you're here we did talk about Watford in the League Cup let's talk about the Premier League very quickly for this coming weekend same as Spurs unbeaten in this one it's the title challenge isn't it it's a, it's a title decider this one already we're only a couple of games in Vass, how are you seeing this weekend pan out against Watford? Well, it'll be tough, no no question. I mean, they've won three as well, mm. um, same as us. Yeah. It'll be a mar- marker for the, for the club to see how we perform off the back of a great victory at Old Trafford. So, it's another away day. Um, I think we've, we're capable of winning it, no question at all. So, yeah, I'm... I'm Quietly confident, but never overconfident because um, I'm a Spurs fan. Agree. Well, that's all that's fast, isn't it? You can't help it. Ian, let's get your thoughts then on that. Well, I, I, I go back to that horrible game last season, and it was a horrible game. You know, they were, they were, they they were in in, the, in, in our faces. They were kicking lumps out of our players, and, and I think that uh, we owe them one. You know, I, you know, I, you know, I want us to go there and and and, and put them in their place because, um, you know, that they, they, they uh, you know, they they got away with loads last season mm. at, uh, at their ground, and and I just think that um, our 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 team who who will remember that, and, and I think that uh, they'll they'll be up for it, and, and 
you know, having seen, you know, what what Mora did to Man United, I want more of that on um, I love Sunday. It. I love it. Fantastic. Oh. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely love it. I'll get, I'll get me coat. <laughs> <laughs> Got to say before we wrap up, just a massive, massive. Well, congratulations to Sonny. He's reached the final of the Asian Games. That's one game away now from, you know, being exempt from the military service. Uh, you know, it's been an incredible achievement. You can see what it means to Sonny as well with some of the clips that we've shared on the last one on Spurs' Twitter account. This is this is massive, Vass, isn't it? If you can win this, then, God, we haven't got this thing hanging over us about Sonny potentially being exiled from Spurs for a couple of seasons. Yeah, absolutely. It's crucial. Um... The downside, of course, is that they're playing Japan, who are a very good outfit themselves. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be squeaky bum time on Saturday. I think they're kicking off at half 12 uh, UK time. I'm not sure if the game is being televised anywhere. It would be nice if it was. But got to wish Sonia and the South Korea team all the best. And hopefully they'll do it uh, because it'll be a massive load off of your mm. shoulders. I mean, you could see how disappointed he was that course, South yeah. Korea didn't progress in Russia. Uh, not that they really had any chance of winning it, but I think they might have got some dispensation as players had they um, done their country proud and maybe got to a semi-final. So I think that's something that happened with uh, Park Ji-sung from Manchester United uh, back in the day. Um, but yeah, I think it, this is the opportunity now. One game away and uh, he's a free man. Exactly. Ian, come over to you just to wrap up. I mean, we love Sonny, don't we? Such a humble, honest guy. I love that smile. If he can win this, then it would be a great, you know, weight off Spurs' mind as well to have the opportunity to obviously have him back at the club number one and two, to not worry about this whole issue over him potentially having to, you know, go and do military duty. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, 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 it, it would be it would be horrified for, for, for him for, to be you know, away from Tottenham for, for two years, you know, and, you know, I just hope that, that, um, him and his team can, can overcome the, the, the Japanese. As, as Vass said, they're a tough outfit, as we saw from some of their games in, in the World Cup. But, um, yeah, it's, um, you know, want, want to see his smiling face back at, at Tottenham and, 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 f- and f- for what he brings to the team, you know, because, like I've said before, you know, we, we, we need, Lots of different options as, as the season progresses, and Sonny will be one of them for sure. Most certainly, most certainly. Well, I've got to just say to finish up, Vass, thank you ever so much for joining us. And Vass, I've got to say, Hotspur America, it's going places this season. I'm so, so pleased for you personally. I know the amount of time you put into that podcast. Can you just give our listeners a reminder of where they can find that pod? They've got to hear it. It's fantastic. Yeah, you can uh, get it off the usual um, spaces, uh, iTunes. Uh, we usually post out a link on our Facebook site, uh, Spreaker link, so you can uh, find Hotspur America on Facebook and listen to the pod from there. Um, it's up on a few other Spurs forums as well. Um, but you can follow us on Twitter at Hotspur America. Uh, we're on Instagram and Facebook, as I've said. But um, yeah, we've been going for a few years, but I think we're, we're gathering some traction now, which is pleasing. Uh, and, and getting some great feedback, so that's uh, that's always nice. Yeah, first Potter drop, guys, of a weekend. This one, always bear in mind a good Monday morning commute, and obviously you got last one on Spurs. That wraps it all up for you. And I've got to say, Ian, thank you ever so much for joining us tonight. A regular, of course, Ian. Great to have you back on the show. Yeah, thanks for for inviting me back, Rick. It was uh, it's always a pleasure and a privilege to to be uh, 
talking all things Spurs with uh, you guys on the last word on Spurs. Lovely. Well, Ian, you'll be back on throughout the season, as I'm sure Vass will be too. Guys, enjoy the show. We've got some fabulous, fabulous bumps to look forward to. Champions League, big, big nights. Real glory, glory Spurs nights to look forward to. Coming up in the near future, wherever Spurs are going to be holding these games. As always, enjoy the show and come on you Spurs. Network.